This is Down the Hall Podcast with your hosts, Chet Jobert. It's Black Hawk Down with aliens. What's the problem? Rodney Hart. Oh, definitely would have been Team Jake. Not the vampire. You don't root for a vampire. And if you're lucky, Lyndon Wells. I thought Chet was going to launch into his terrible British accent again. Beer Garden. Beer Garden was pretty spot <laughs> that was on. pretty good. No, he definitely got that. Welcome back. It's been a while. It's been a while. I think I need to wish you a happy Thanksgiving. I think the last time we recorded might have been... Before Thanksgiving? Before Thanksgiving. Wow. I need to wish you a happy 30th birthday. Good God. It's painful. You, uh, you deserve... My back hurts. All the happy birthdays that I can muster. Just 30 of them. Yep. Uh, and yeah, your back already hurts. Yeah. So you said? Okay. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's not really a good sign. No. The good news is you only have about 55 more years of that. So... I mean, I hope. Uh, that's Rodney. The birthday boy, I'm Chet. We are not here with Lyndon, but we do have a special surprise from Lyndon. You can call it a holiday gift. Yeah, well, we already listened to it, so I'm going to already just preemptively say, screw you, yeah. Lyndon. Uh, it is a, uh, a little clip Lyndon and his wife Lindsay sent to us uh, because they he has not been able to be on the show lately. He's got some stuff going on, as he calls it, adult things going on, keeping him from uh, from joining What's us. What's your feeling on people using the word adult in these kid ventures we it kind of irritates me. Are on. Yeah, it irritates me too. I mean, you are now 30, so you're allowed to be like a curmudgeon old man. And, and uh, yeah, it's, about stuff like I've, this. I've gradually gotten there over the last couple of years. I can, I can, I've def- definitely seen that. So this is our holiday episode. We've got a movie for you that's available on Netflix. We're going to talk about, we're going to discuss and debate maybe our favorite uh, movie Santas, which I think is always a fun conversation. Um, and like I said, we have something from Lyndon. Uh, Rodney, you said you have something for us too, right? Yeah, I, uh, I want to talk about, there is somebody who had a bot uh consume a thousand hours of hallmark movies and then just like auto generate a script hmm. um after it learned everything it did from a thousand hours of of hallmark movies it's it's quite funny a computer's interpretation of a thousand hours of hallmark movies so we're gonna get to all of that uh but first running at a little story in the news for you so ready this isn't exactly holiday in theme but it is a december story uh, okay so good. as in I'll, it came uh, out in december I'll, that's yeah, good december 4th 2018 this is actually Something that came from PETA, the PETA. That's um, the Protection Inv- of PETA Animals. What does PETA stand for? Pro- I don't know. Protection, even the animals. Protect even the animals. Protect every. I the I animals. heard it actually just recently, and I was like, oh, that's what it stands for. So PETA has released uh, a way for us to adjust some everyday sayings that could be offensive towards animals. I don't know if you heard any about this, Rodney. But, I have. Uh, I, I actually, yes. Do, but do you, do you understand what I'm saying? I mean, I know since you've heard about it, I, I don't know if I need to explain it more to you, but people are basically laughing at this and some people outraged because PETA is in one tweet trying to remove what they call speciesism from our vernacular. So these everyday uh, phrases uh-huh. that are used, <laughs> they have submitted potential less offensive alternatives to yeah. these everyday phases that would not be offensive towards animals or animal owners uh i don't think they'd be okay with animal owners either so let's get right to it this is uh the first one instead of saying take the bull by the horns you should say according to Peta, take the flower by the thorns but okay. i don't so I taking mean, the bull by the horns means like being assertive like asserting dominance and like taking the situation yeah but taking the flower by the thorns what what, what threat does the flower pose you? <laughs> well, I mean, I guess this, it's, it's roughly the same ask, thing. But, but is it? Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Let mm-hmm. me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so imagine the feeling of a, of a charging bull. Mm-hmm. And you say in that moment of adrenaline, I'm going to take this bull by the freaking 
horns <laughs> and you grab it both hands and you turn it and flip it using its momentum the battle cry that would come from you after that now picture uh-huh. you're walking through the woods mm-hmm. and you see a flower is it charging at me though probably not <laughs> i don't know if you heard me it was a flower <laughs> and you say huh that's a pretty flower oh look there's thorns i know what i want to do today I'm going to take it by the thorns. Yeah, you, you'd, you'd probably also scream after that, but not for the same reason. I, I do think the fact that it's highly unlikely, I'm not going to say impossible because I don't know what we might have in store for the future, but highly unlikely that the, the flower would be charging you for you need to take it by the thorns. Yeah. And then the person who did take the flower by the thorns and rip it out, I feel like, isn't that some other kind of problem? Wouldn't you then say like... It's a great question. I mean, when are we going to get to plantisms? Yeah. I mean, also taking the flower by the horns or the thorns, like I think like at that point, are you the one who won or lost? Because I think taking bull by the well, horns means you, you're you assuming victory. But why why doesn't a flower have like rights or something to be considered or feelings? It's a great question, man. We, we're, we're, we're podcasting on the wrong subject, man. We need to be in defense of mm. vegetation. All right, next one. Bring home the bacon. Uh, the, I mean, that's, the, the that's suggest- nothing at all. <laughs> like, I mean, I mean, there's, 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 like, there's like, there's other types of bacon, like non-meat bacon, right? Yeah. But the, I mean, the phrase, I mean, though, the many, phrase that yeah. they suggest is, is uh, instead of bring home the bacon, it's, uh, <laughs> it's bring home the bagels. I mean, who doesn't like a good bagel? Yeah, but I like mine with just bacon bring on home it, but... the money. Make some money. Like, make that money. Like, there's so many others saying people don't even... It's not even like bring home the bacon is that widely used. That it, and also, people bring home bacon every day for, like, a very normal reason. <laughs> well, I mean, hey, bring home the bagels <clears throat> is their, uh, their, their approved alternative to uh, bring home the bacon. Okay. Next one. Instead of saying beat a dead horse... <laughs> <laughs> This one makes more sense to me. Uh, it's feed a fed horse. Like beating a dead horse is you're saying that whatever the person I, is doing is is redundant. I would give them one for three so far. I, I can't feed see a anyone, fed horse makes I, sense. I can't see anyone arguing with like this change. Feed a fed horse. Like don't feed a fed horse. This next one I don't like at all because at least like take the bull by the horns, take the flower by the thorns, bring home the bacon, bring home the bagels, beat a dead horse, feed a fed horse. Like it has a, the same cadence yeah, at yeah, least, uh, right? And <laughs> even rhymes. This next one doesn't make any sense. Or it doesn't at least, it doesn't have the same flow. It's instead of be the guinea pig, like, you know, like in, in like a setting where tester. you, yeah, it's be the test tube. <laughs> it doesn't, it's not creative. Be- at least I can give them creative points for the the yeah, first three. It's like the, it's like you gave them like a set amount of time, and they left themselves like eighteen seconds to come up with. And also, be the guinea pig, be the test tube. Are you well, done? I, I don't know. Do I have any more time? I, I feel like you rushed me. <laughs> this next one's my favorite one. I saved it for last. <laughs> instead of instead of kill two birds with one stone. It's feed two birds with one scone. (laughs) (laughs) Which I think you could do. But that's, uh, that is, uh, if there were five people and they were given these five phrases and and they were tasked with coming up with a more appropriate alternative, I give a gold star to uh, Scone Boy. And the be the guinea pig guy just wasn't trying. No, and... Feed two birds with one scone. Kill two I, birds with one stone. Feed two birds with one scone. I mean, why That's not? so good. <laughs> feed 18 birds with one scone. Oh, you can man. do that too. It, it, it's, uh, I don't know. I feel like you couldn't kill 18 birds with one stone. Well, that's not the saying. 
I know, and I'm. So, I guess I'm saying that I, the other ones do seem to make sense. I'm not. I don't like to kill feed two birds with one scone. The only one in there, feed a fed horse. Feed a feed a fed horse Give makes it a plus. If, if we're scoring based on a plus sensibility, yeah. Feed a fed horse. If we're scoring based on comedic effect, feed two birds with one scone. That's <laughs> yeah. fantastic. And I, I'm just wondering, like. <laughs> I, is it going to come to a time where people are well, going to be really upset if they if if you hear someone say "kill two birds with one stone"? You think maybe? I mean, is it too violent? Is that what it is? You know the whole. Well, this is actually a holiday theme. You know the whole like uh, "baby, it's cold outside." Raging, I did hear, raging debate, right? Yeah, yeah. I heard that one's not allowed anymore. <laughs> yeah, you know, but whatever. This is that's fine. Yeah, I mean, is it anyone? Was it ever anyone's favorite song? Like, I love how I like so. until I, it's debated, all of a sudden it's someone's like, "What? You can't take baby. It's cold outside. Away from yeah, I, my I, holiday I, tradition." I, I think anybody who gets too upset by any of this, one side or the other, I feel like you like I I feel like we probably wouldn't get along. Like, I get it. If you want to take that song away, that's I I I think for a long time it's been a common running joke. Like, hey, like yeah, it I think has. We've all, South Park did a really like very offensive very hilarious thing with that song with bill cosby like him singing it and like oh, oh so like they were they were like first to the punch as always but but i feel like this i i feel like going through college even like you know i feel like it's been a good five six seven years that everyone's kind of known like it begs the question does that make elf the most uh controversial christmas movie now because that the scene where uh zoe deschanel and, and will ferrell sing that song Oh, good question. Yeah, it might be one that they're not oh, boy. people won't like anymore. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. All right, well, uh, we're moving along. So we actually do have a clip from Lyndon and Lindsay. Very special holiday surprise. Now, keep in mind, they are putting an addition on their house. They are somewhere in the middle of a pregnancy, mm. which the reason I say it that way is because Rodney and I were just trying to do some math to figure out if a certain something that would lead to the pregnancy happened while they were staying here on their trip and also were staying in Rodney's bed. It's not uh, the bed I sleep in anymore, but I, it, it, I am taking issue with it because I don't know somewhere how, in this clip they say that they tolerate me. Yeah, they. Well, yeah, I don't blame them necessarily for that. But if if the baby is born within the next three months, I don't know how far along. Lindsay I think is. it's my child in some way. I wouldn't say that comfortably, but what I would <laughs> I, say comfortably so. is that if the baby's born in the next three months, I like again, I don't know rights. what the timeline is. But if that's the case, like I it's more likely than not that the conception was not only on the trip to Boston, but specifically in your bed, Rodney Hart. I wouldn't like that. I'm just wondering <laughs> if point, I wash the you sheets. You better get naming rights. Yeah. You better. I, I, we, I, I, we got to text. I, I got to text him. I got to send him a text. It sounds sensible. Let's get right to this clip and then uh, we'll move on to the movie of the week. Welcome in to the first ever Mr. and Mrs. Wells down the hall message how are you doing mrs wells i'm good thanks how are you <laughs> yeah good uh so the reason we're doing this is we haven't um well i haven't been able to be on the podcast for a while lots of things going on at home uh building extension on the house etc boring grown-up stuff but as it's a special christmas episode i thought i'd bring in a lovely little present in the form of mrs wells thanks excited to be on the podcast no Okay, it's a bit, a bit boring. Also, I'm having to do the role of Chet and actually be the uh, host, which is a bit boring. It's much much more fun, as me and Rodney know, just to make sarky comments every now and again. <laughs> so I'm talking of uh, Chet and Rodney. Often when um, 
Lindsay asks me, what, what are you doing? What are you doing? I'm usually texting Chet and Rodney and laughing at them. Uh, so do you feel like they're part of our marriage now? Uh, yes, very much so, which definitely wasn't a choice. More <laughs> forced upon me. Okay. I'll accept it, though. And what about, and they've given us some uh, name suggestions as well for baby number three. As uh, Chet and Rodney is his names you'd consider? Rodders. <laughs> Rodders, yeah. Roddo. That's always a good one. Uh, they've suggested Todd. No. Arby? No. I think it was Arlo one as well. That's not a real name. No. <laughs> uh, Arlo's a good name. No. That's okay. isn't that the name of the dinosaur in The Good Dinosaur. That is the name of the yeah, good so dinosaur. Yeah, so no. Yeah. Or um, <laughs> did it, uh, Chet suggested Salazar? Salazar? Yeah, it's a strong name. No. And was what about... Sounds like salad bar. <laughs> and what about um, uh, the name Boston? No. <laughs> okay, glad. <laughs> Could keep the suggestions coming, boys, because they're, um, they're not going down very well so far. Uh, so one of the things that we... The uh, they'll be discussing on um, the Christmas episode is their favourite Christmas Santa. So we watched Christmas Chronicle. Did yeah. you like that? Kurt Russell was a great Santa. He's a great Santa. Yeah. I very much enjoyed that. What do you think of the film though? It's a bit rubbish really, isn't it? I mean, the <laughs> yeah. kids are awful, but it was fun. Yeah, and Kurt Russell's a great Santa. He is a great Santa, yeah. I think Chet has a lot of time for Tim, Tim Allen as well. Oh, yeah. Or uh, there's um, Richard Attenborough as well in uh, Miracle on 34th Street. Oh, yeah. He's good. Good Santa. Yeah. Good. And what uh, what films do we like to watch at Christmas? Love Actually. Yeah. And do you know, uh, do you know any quotes from Love Actually? <laughs> no, I don't actually. <laughs> actually? <laughs> no, about just one quote, because we haven't heard it for a while. No. It's, it would be a nice Christmas present <laughs> for Rodney. <laughs> He asked, he asked especially if he could do the quote. No. Go on. <laughs> and he's got a big knob. And that's factually correct. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What else do we like to watch? We always watch Muppet. Muppet's Christmas Carol. Oh, that's a great film. Great songs on that. Um, and I introduced you a couple of years ago to It's a Wonderful Life. Life. Oh, such a good film. That's a lovely yeah. film. A good one and do you think watch. Christmas Chronicle will become one of our regulars? Well, probably now. The the kids seem to like it, so I think we haven't really introduced them to Elf. No, I feel like we should. Bit, they're, they're a bit, bit young. A bit young. Elf is definitely one we'll watch. Yeah, but there are there are Christmas films really. Yeah, cool. And can you think of so just looking back on the year, any big films from 2018 you particularly enjoyed? What sort of films? Any films. Any of the films. Any films. Like the Avengers film. Oh, obviously. Obviously, that was Rodney's favourite. <laughs> I don't think it was. It, it definitely was. Um, no, because you have to remind me, because I have the memory of a fish. So we saw Bohemian Rhapsody. We loved that. Oh, that was a good film. That was really good. And, um, yeah, uh, Quiet Place, did I watch that with you? No. Three Billboards, that no, was this year. I haven't seen it. <laughs> Okay, good. Coco was this year. Yes, that was brilliant. That's a great film. And Incredibles Two was very good. Oh yeah, recently watched that. Very good. Jack no. Jack's hilarious. Yeah. And um, but we always get lots and lots of recommendations from Chet and Rodney, don't yes. we? We usually sit down. They recommended us a lot of date night films. Yeah. 
the Big Sick was probably our oh, favourite. That's a great one. But what was uh, the one Chet kept banging on about that we watched? Oh, the one where the two guys at the end win the aeroplane. <laughs> yeah, spoilers. Oh, sorry. Uh, secondhand Lions. I don't know if Ch- uh, Rodney's watched it yet. Don't watch it. <laughs> it's I think it's it's, terrible. It's one of Chet's favourite films. Well, Chet, you're wrong. <laughs> and recently they told me to watch, I, I, luckily I didn't put you through it, uh, The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Oh, yeah, you were saying it was awful. Yeah. Who who told you to watch that? Both of them. Yeah, that's the ballad of... You fools! Ballad of... Well, something rude for Scrub. But the ballad of bollocks, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> something rude. But then I also recommended a very average film for Rodney, because it's quite bad. I thought Rodney would enjoy it. That Super Bob film. Oh, I haven't seen that. I made you watch the trailer. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, that's a bad cho- film choice. <laughs> Cool. I think that's that's about all we've got to say. Yeah. Um, sorry, I can't be on the episode. I will be there in my full glory, uh, not hosting. I leave that to chat. I don't really like hosting um, <laughs> and like making sarky comments. Lord Linden will be back. Don't worry. Uh, I hope you all have a, a lovely Christmas to all our listeners. Special Merry Christmas to Legna because we like her the most. Uh, Chet's okay. And Rodney, we put up with. Yeah, yeah. he's okay. <laughs> Anything else you want to say? No. Merry Christmas and a happy New Year. Merry Christmas, guys. Talk to you soon. <clears throat> so that's what it feels like to get coal for Christmas. Me, yeah. You, you got it perfectly fine. Uh, you know what? It's not they, even Lyndon. I don't care if Lyndon says that, but there's something about Lindsay going. Yeah, he's okay. Yeah, that that cut to the core. I saw it happen. In yeah, real time. I don't care what Lyndon says. You know what though? Um, Lyndon as a host, I gotta say, pretty awful. It was, it was, oh, it was, yeah, it was not, genuinely not, terrible. Yeah, he, a little you giggly. T- you, you could tell he was. He had to really mentally process every <laughs> yeah. every uh, every break. Well, and then uh, well, uh, we're gonna uh, move along now to uh, wow. I, I, yeah. I'd rather be the, just sn- look, the Lyndon, snarky. Comment. That's the one you said you like. So yeah, suck on that, Lyndon. Well, it's good to have him back. Even if it was just momentary, and even if it was oh, was know, it? I'm glad it was good for you. It was great. It was uh, it was definitely good for me. Um, so moving along, we have our movie of the week, which is a Netflix original. Uh, is this the first? Like, is it? I don't think it's. It's not definitely not the first uh, Netflix original Christmas movie because I know that a Christmas Prince was a big deal last year. By the way, oh, I don't yeah. think we've talked about this yet. I posted on down the halls uh, Instagram. Mm. Uh, and on my own, that Netflix sent a notification to my phone recommending a Christmas Prince 2, which was concerning on a few levels. One being, why am I in the target audience for a Christmas Prince 2? The second thing that was concerning was, and more realistically, I didn't realize that there was a sequel to a Christmas Prince. And then lastly, a very important question. Do I need to see the first one to understand what's going on in the second one? Because I now have to watch it. I know. I feel like we talked a lot about it, right? Didn't you? I feel like you talked a lot about Christmas Prince last 1. year. Last year, yeah. Because well, about the person who had watched it however right. many times yeah, and there Netflix was a, reached out to them or something. Netflix said, like, kind of trolled somebody who watched it, yeah. like, you know, hundreds of times or something yeah. and said, like, what happened? That, yeah. you know, that you, <laughs> uh, which, by the way, Netflix, like, okay, you know. That person clearly is not in a great place. You don't have to put them on blast. <laughs> well, for wait, what's the matter? You don't know. They could be in a really great place. They could love Christmas that much that they love a Christmas Prince. Perhaps. Um, but back to the movie. So this is, this is, I guess, then we'll say like the 
the next big Christmas Netflix original, uh, at least in terms of how people are talking about it. And it's one that was recommended to me before I put it on. It's uh, called A Chris- Christmas Chronicles, um, starring Kurt Russell as Santa himself. Mm. And I'll run, you enjoyed this one as well. I did. Yeah, I, I, I liked it. Didn't love it, but liked it. Yeah, I gave it a 7 out of 10. Just lead it off yeah. that way. I know uh, IMDb has a 7.2. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's in the high 70% of Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. So it's doing pretty well for itself. I think the big thing I'd say is in way of cheesy, feel-good, almost nostalgia-driving Christmas movies, this one's right there for Yeah. You. I mean, Santa Claus with Tim Allen will always be my, uh, my, my go-to, but I feel like this is almost, I don't even want to say a modern take. I just feel like a 2018 take on that movie meaning like they haven't like they didn't do that movie idea for idea but it has like a, a lot of that feel act, to yeah. me you know like yeah, yeah. Uh, driven by a big name actor and yep. then you know, kind of the kids Christmas and they're helping being them. a, pe- a yeah. big piece to the story yeah. you know and i think too for 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 those who haven't seen it yet i definitely recommend watching it it's certainly an easy uh you know one to access but also one to, to just put on for the whole family i think i mean i think it's one that you know, adults would enjoy. And I know most of my friends who have kids have said that this is one that all the kids have liked too. And I think that there's a place for Christmas movies. We have maybe a, a, a larger tolerance for cheese uh, when it comes cheese. to uh, when it comes to Christmas movies, because yeah. it's just like that one time a year where you can throw on a movie like this Christmas movies and, and okay sandwiches. I have a I, high tolerance for cheese. You got to have the right cheese on sandwiches. I think Munster is a game changer. I love Munster cheese. Provolone is a, just a classic go-to. Yeah, for me, Provolone is very, very flavorful. Not so a big you gotta... fan of Swiss. No, I mm. like it punchy. Mm-hmm. We it's actually just had the delicious mouth. sandwiches before yeah. this podcast. Yeah, that's uh, why if I start burping, <clears throat> I ate it very quickly. <laughs> and now we're washing them down with a, a Stella. Which, by the way, Stella as a beer is another example of something I really only do around Christmas time. Really? Yeah, I'm, I'm a big sucker for marketing. So. Mm. Um, I, I know it, I own it. If a commercial says that this is a beer you, you drink around Christmas time and maybe even put on the top of a tree as an ornament, like I'm, I'm, I'm in, like, I'm going to get it. Like today yeah. I was, I was hungry, but I, I, I wasn't about to get lunch. I need something to hold me over. And so I was hungry and grabbed a Snickers. Like that's, that's the first yeah. thing that popped into my head. So like, Hey, this is a candy a, bar, but I'm hungry. Yeah. And therefore it's the right it's candy the right bar thing for when to you're hungry. Do. And, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um and and frankly if there's a new promotional item at a at a fast food place like i'm already in the car before the commercial ends like, oh, yeah, i, I yeah. can't help it it's just yeah. who i am uh but i guess that's maybe even why i put on christmas chronicles and i did not regret it i thought it was a lot of fun kurt russell plays an awesome santa he I does think, if nothing else he's the best part of the movie you can probably tell that a lot of the budget went to securing him because the cgi and is pretty terrible and uh and the rest of the acting is is yeah, there's certainly Subpar. some elements. There's certainly yeah. some elements that, like being an adult man watching it by myself, that like you realize, like, oh, this is where you're <laughs> supposed to like have kids around or something that would enjoy this I also... very musical scene. But uh, you know, I I still like you said, it's a Christmas movie. It's fun, um, and he's great. Kurt Russell is fantastic, mm-hmm. and I I think I've been mostly neutral on him. Really, I've general. always been. A, I'm I'm a Kurt Russell fan. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, him as Santa was was pretty yeah. fun. So Goldie Hawn, little appearance at the end. That's true. Yeah, little cameo. Your favorite as Mrs. Claus. Yep. Spoilers. Is that a spoiler? Well, it's at the end. It's a cameo. Um, but anyway, begs the question. Kurt Russell was such a great Santa Claus. What are our favorite movie Santas? And Linda and Lindsay touched on a few. But what comes to mind for you? Uh, I mean, I it doesn't. It begins and ends with uh, Tim Allen. And yeah, Santa it's a quick Claus. discussion for me too. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's everything the, from all, 
everything. I, I mean, yeah. the the way his hair grows, to his, his weight gain, to the food that he eats, pounding to, the pudding uh, in the in the meeting, um, like how much he like falls in love with being Santa. Yeah. Um. The everything. There's so many great scenes from that movie when he's jogging in the park and the reindeer are jogging behind him, yeah. following him. It's just from as soon as that movie opens up. I, I'm I'm in. I Me too. It. Same thing. First I mean, every I, I can go like shot for shot. The second that movie starts, like the other night, I actually hit play on it to like go to sleep too. Yeah. And I was like, I can't. Like, I'm not going to go to sleep. I will watch this for an hour and a half. You know what movie holds up surprisingly well too? Now, now that we've begun and ended the conversation on favorite movie Santas, I think it's Tim Allen and that's it, right? Although, I mean, there's, there's room for the Miracle on 34th Street. Yeah. Both okay. of them. Old school from like... <laughs> Black like and white. The, no, that was great. That one was really good. It's actually really good, which makes the 1994 one, I think, even maybe more impressive that they're able to remake it and it be a classic in and of itself. That's the uh, Richard At- Richard Attenborough. Yeah. What from, else? Uh, Jurassic Park. Oh, oh, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what else is there though? There's got to be. Those are the. I mean, there's there is the skinny Santa from Rain, uh, Rudolph the Red nosed Reindeer, like the claymation one. He's that's brief. No, uh, not one. The, I, not one that registers for me. There is Santa at the beginning of Elf. I know. I was trying to think of the Santa from beginning of Elf. I can't picture him. And he shows up at the end, obviously. Um, yeah, I don't. No, none other. Really, I mean, there's. I mean, again, if we watch some of those uh, D level horror movies, uh, was it a lot of those Santa Santas. Claus with a? Yeah, you got you got like, Bill Goldberg like Claus, as Santa. Yeah, um, yeah. Oh yeah, uh, Bill Goldberg Santa. Yeah, I forget what that one was. Oh, he'd at least be memorable. Um, there was. That might be it for me. I mean, Santa Claus, the Tim yeah. Allen Santa Claus goes downhill in two and three, in my opinion. But. Well, two was pretty good because I liked, well, you know, it's another good Santa is the toy Santa from the, Santa Claus. The plastic two. one. Yeah, he's hysterical. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. The hot, okay. G- right now, like, pause the episode. Unless you're driving, keep listening. Don't do what I'm about to say. But look up the Santa Claus 2 Santa chugging hot chocolate scene. Yeah, that YouTube. is a good and scene. And you, you, I promise you can't watch it without laughing. Yeah. You just chugs it like burning hot cocoa (laughs) (laughs) i like it um i you know i know people people kind of hate on tim allen right well now i think i think it's mostly it's like he's like he's like a nickelback almost right like it's fun it's like now it's popular to hate to hate to hate him i promise you people sing along to nickelback songs when they're by themselves i know but that's what i mean like he's like people really liked him and then they decided all at the same time like okay we're done with tim allen's sense of humor yeah maybe around the same time actually yeah you mentioned it so nickelback uh, Uh, but i think every other santa are just like oh how about the santa from you know but not like this person playing santa like there's only there's few examples of this person's portrayal of santa as being a classic you know like tim allen richard attenborough but after that you're like okay santa from elf or santa from nightmare before christmas but these are not like great portrayals of santa they were side characters correct you know correct yeah um yeah so i think that's it but speaking of santas in movies another movie that holds up incredibly well that i watched recently with legna and i knew that i would love it again but i didn't know that i would be this into it was jingle all the way with arnold schwarzenegger so it's for a movie that's about being forced to shop in a store where obviously that's not a thing anymore. Like you can online shop like it. It'd be a much shorter movie if he was trying to find Turbo Man now, right? Online shopping. But for a movie that's about that, it holds up surprisingly well. There's so many 
hysterical scenes in that again and again. And the Santa's part was there's like these underground Santas that are selling like bootleg versions of toys yeah. and they're operating out of this like abandoned warehouse. Dude, I'm telling you, I know you're looking skeptical. You no, have to rewatch. I, I've seen, I, I've seen it. Sinbad I think I, I, is great. Yeah, I think I would, I would really enjoy oh, it. I, I think my brain is still stuck on trying to think of other Santa Claus. Um, and really, what I was thinking this whole time is, I feel like somebody who's kind of not underrated, but I mean, Arnold Schwarzenegger is probably like the rock of his day. But I feel like he was somehow even more charming. Arnold, yeah. More charming I mean, than The Rock? I don't know. Maybe not more charming than The Rock, but like I'm just draw, all of a sudden my brain is drawing so many parallels between them. Hmm. Like it's it shouldn't make sense that they they could be actors, and I mean Arnold Schwarzenegger even more so just because <laughs> of his his accent <laughs> is so extreme. What is it? What does it sound like? I know right Arnold now Arnold Schwarzenegger, <laughs> governor of California. Um, it's so bad. Uh, no, I I guess I see what you're saying, but I don't think that he's. More charm. He has a charm. More charm. But he has a charm. Let me put it this way. So you need to rewatch Jingle All the Way this week and report back. That, okay. It'll make. It, Is it on Netflix? It's uh, Amazon Prime. Amazon, not Prime. I had to rent it. Had to actually pay to rent it. <sighs> worth it. I'm telling you. Worth it. Four right. bucks. I think it's like three ninety nine. I'll pay it for you. Four bucks. I have. Ca- I put cash on your on your table over there for the food. So just take like take more cash. It's like four <laughs> bucks. I. You don't have to give me cash for it. I, I'll watch it. Uh, before we transition, um, I have to give a shout out. Speaking of incentivizing Rodney to watch movies, I, I haven't told you this yet. So we're, we're about to transition to kind of the end of the, the show. The last Rod- time you guys Rodney incentivized a- me was I had to watch The Happening. <clears throat> well, this is not that. This is not that. So um, this actually comes from a listener. Not me, not Lyndon, but a listener of the show. Specifically reached out to me to incentivize you to watch certain movies. So a uh, new listener, Joel on the West coast. So I call West coast Joel. Uh, he is listening to our show from episode one, season one, episode one, all the way through. So oh right boy. now, like most recently he was texting me. I think the most recent episodes he was listening to were where like we were getting into, um, I want to say we were starting it into like that string of like all those interviews we had Kurt Braun yeah, from yeah. the big sick and like some of those people. I think he was just getting into those. Anyway, he finds out, by listening that you have never watched star wars all the way through and so he suggested first of all he was like dumbfounded by that and all the people he's been sharing the show with i guess he's been sharing it with other people or even talking to his family members about it it was just like conversation where it was like rodney has never seen star wars or watched it all the way through so joel suggests that we do some sort of a a fundraising thing for charity okay. for charity where you will have to watch all the Star Wars in the order that I recommend, because yep. there is an order that that matters. Yeah, um, and and actually have to be able to to like have something to say about them, like not just okay. be on your computer, or be on your phone while and they're playing. The more painful it is for me, he literally the said more, all he wants dude, for Christmas we... is is Rodney to watch the movies. By the way, I forgot to add that piece. Oh gosh, so I'm not working from now till the new year. Okay. Um. So what I'm saying is that I have an abundance of time. Mm-hmm. But the idea that this is how I'm going to spend it, what I would say is, for as painful as it is for me, whatever we're doing for a fundraising experience, I want there to be a multiplier. I want there to be, if all of a sudden I'm watching a 1972 Star Wars movie. You do realize not all of them were in 1972. I feel like they are. Okay, fair. Yeah. That if it's a really painful experience for me. Yep. If a two-hour movie feels like four hours, then that means that 
twice whatever we're raising it's got a double for that okay. movie so let's let's put that together let, let let that be our first thing that we kick off i don't know the new year with and you can already get ahead by watching the movies but i'm telling you you have to be able to comment on all of them and you can't just say like luke skywalker you, you like you got to show me that you actually watched it you got to give me something there's the hair buns right oh boy um <clears throat> lasers this is gonna be i mean when i comment on it it's gonna be the big the big hairy man doll What's great is your descriptions of movies are so confusing to follow anyway that you could legitimately watch it and tell me and I wouldn't be able to tell. So it, big, yeah, I'm just going to have to go off and trust. All right, let's move on. So you said you have a bot, uh, a bot generated uh, Hallmark Christmas movie script. You know, it's funny. I so I had heard of this before, right? That like there's AI and there there are these bots that are you know getting smarter and smarter. Uh, and I had gone to one. Uh, have you ever you know heard of TED conferences? Yeah, of course. So I'd gone to one in Boston, uh, TEDx in Boston, and there was somebody who had talked about, um, you know, bots and their ability to make movie scripts and how it was like an area that they had not yet been successful. And so recently, um, friends sent me this, and basically they they had a bot that was programmed to take in all of these Christmas movies, uh, like a thousand hours of Hallmark Christmas movies is is what they said. And then it generated like a script back. So this is the the script that it generated. So this um, is this is literally written by by a computer. Okay. And it's it was so picture a computer that has only the only thing that it knows is hey you're gonna watch a thousand hours of these movies Hallmark and then, Christmas movies specifically yeah Hallmark Christmas movies I'm assuming are there a thousand means, hours I was gonna say I'm assuming it just means like probably cheesy Christmas movies okay and generate a script based on what you now know. I like it. I like it. And so, um, I don't know, Chad, how do you, how do you propose we do this? Do we, so this is the first time I'm looking at this, by the way. Yeah. Do we <laughs> go back? So there's two characters. So this is just the first page of a script, which is the only one we're going to read, right? Just the yeah, first page, just the first page. So, it, so there's a narrator, there's a single mother and there's a businessman. So there's two characters and a narrator. I think really I should be the Linden narrator and I think I should be the businessman. I, I think you you seem to be most fitting for this, <coughs> the, the, the single mother. I don't know if you feel that way. All the single ladies. Nurturing. Uh, so now do I have to do the Beyonce dance while I I prefer lines, you or? didn't. I, I wish people could see that you were actually doing it for me right now, flipping your hand back and forth. I don't need to see that. It's Co- distracting. Listen, listen, Kanye, stop interrupting when I'm asking about the <laughs> Beyonce dance. So I guess what I'm saying, though, is you're the one with the great impressions over the years. That was a big piece of our show for a little while. Like Maybe you should be the single mother and the businessman, and I will be the narrator. Ah, God. I think that's what the people want. You got to give them what they want, Rodney. I don't know that I'm going to do too... I don't. I don't know. I Let's don't do know. this. Let's do this. the The single mom is is voiced by uh, by you. Okay. Um, but the in the businessman in this case, Hallmark really spent the extra buck and brought in Arnold Schwarzenegger to no, do this. Come no. on, we're gonna do. Gotta, we just need to have distinct voices. I feel like it. for for this. We're not right. gonna. I'm not gonna do it, Norman Swart, because the, the, the words itself are funny enough that nobody needs yeah. an extra voice. Okay, I'll be the narrator, but I'll do it as Lyndon. Just be the narrator. Okay. <laughs> and let's be the narrator. I'll, I'll try that, and do a voice that, that is distinct enough for the mother. Is called negotiating. Along with uh, a, a voice distinct enough for a businessman. Okay. I'm ready when you are. Uh, I'm going to lead off here as narrator. We see a single mother refilling snow globes with Christmas juice. <laughs> she is widow. 
Her husband died in every war. <laughs> this is so good. Single mother. I refill gloves better than Jesus Claus, yet my, still my twins are dad free. Why? They need double dad. <laughs> Businessman enters the shop. He wears clothes that cost money. His hands are briefcases, and he's Hallmark hot. <laughs> Single mother continued. Hi. Do your snow globes lack wet? Hurry. Christmas attacks soon. <laughs> I can't read it. Businessman has flashback to when he was business boy. A Christmas tree explodes his family on purpose. A Christmas tree explodes his family on purpose. He now hates trees and Christmas ex- and explosions. He exits the flashback. Businessman. Shut your sound. I am from Huge City. I bought your land and I'm turning it into oil resort. Single mother. Rude behavior. This is a family business. I sell families. I am widow. My husband is now Bones. (laughs) Single mother points to her husband's bones in the corner of the room. They are all gift wrapped in eggnog. (laughs) Businessman, all of my wives are bones. That is America. But I must make money for my twins to live. They are a prince. Oh man! Single mother, I own two. I own twins. Please don't have my bought my land. Christmas is today. Businessman, laugh. I bought Christmas, and now it is never unless we go on dates. <laughs> Plural. S- <laughs> Single mother. I cannot date because of a snow curse. I pray Santa helps me. Santa cannot help. She did not know, but Santa was her husband. Santa is bones. Bones help nobody. <laughs> I feel like the bot really oh, understands. What would that movie be called? Christmas Bones. <laughs> that would be the, clearly the, the bot be the is, novel. is not quite ready to make a movie script, but I feel oh, like it's got the gosh. gist of it, right? Businessman's so hands are briefcases. <laughs> he is Hallmark hot. Is there a greater is there a greater thing to strive for than being called Hallmark hot? No, that's all I want to be. That's Man, all I ever want to be. I heard someone say recently, why not do a, a you can, I feel like this would actually make money. Why not do a spin-off of the Grinch or a sequel where he has to go to like Grinchland and bring Christmas to them? Like to a whole bunch of Grinches? Yeah. He's got to commit would, them all? Yeah, because like he was trying to ruin Grinch. I mean, ru- not ruin Grinch. Ruin Christmas. <laughs> Grinch is bones. <laughs> Grinch is bones. And he is Hallmark hot. Oh, man. That's I, funny. I, yeah, it was. A, I, I did oh, really enjoy that. That's so, fantastic. Whether it actually, whether there was a bot that was actually fed a thousand hours of Hallmark movies or somebody just wrote it and said so, uh, either way, they nailed it. I think it's, that's too funny for it to be like bot generated someone wrote that but that's still the best that's it's still, still it's it's accurate enough so funny well done well done slant magazine we call that terrible by the way ah <sighs> well thus concludes our holiday special uh you know we haven't recorded as much lately but we are going into now year three of down the hall podcast we have, has it been uh, three years three years three years it was literally December, our first episodes ever. I think the second one was a holiday movie episode. Wait, so does this complete our second year? This completes season two of Down the Hall Podcast. That was the first full year of Linden. All right. Yeah. Well, I've already had enough of him because 
he's had enough of me apparently. I, I mean, out of respect to him and his wife, we've kept up this charade that he's been busy, but we fired him like 12 episodes ago. That's true. He did. He's been groveling. Right when we started getting sponsors, we said we got to cut this guy out. Yeah. So he's been groveling. That's why we played that clip and, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. we're pretending that he's still a part of it yeah. for now. Granted, he's paying us a, a pretty steep royalty fee to for us to reference him. So and the listeners are pretending they're still listening. So we're all pretending. So it's true. Um, anyway, you can find us on our website, downthehallpodcast.com. You can find us on Twitter at down the hall guys, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, and you can find us hopefully right after the new year. We'll get back to doing consistent episodes, kicking off season three of down the hall. I'm Chet. That's Rodney. We'll catch you guys next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>